You're listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is episode number 52. My beautiful friends, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. It is so nice to be here with you again today after my little hiatus. So today I want to tell you a little bit more about what's been happening. And also we're going to discuss a topic that is something I've personally been experiencing. And I believe that there will be many of you also going through something similar or potentially will at some point in the future. You'll definitely go through this situation. So I'd love to share with you what I've been doing to overcome it. So for anyone new here, welcome. I am Letitia, the host of this podcast. This is a podcast for you if you're looking to create a life and business that is beautiful to you and you're here to make a difference in the world and thrive while you do that. We believe that you are here not to suffer through your work, but to find work that really lights you up, that you love, enjoy and are inspired by, and that is aligned with your purpose and that gives you the lifestyle, the finances, the spiritual and creative fulfillment and meaning that we all deserve. So if this is something that you're interested in, stay tuned and let me dive into today's topic. So the reason for my absence over the last couple of weeks is that there has been a couple of rather stressful situations going on around me. So while this has not personally impacted my life, as in the stressful situation is happening to me directly, it has been happening with loved ones in my life. So in my family. Now, obviously I won't be going through any of the details, but I wanted to talk today about what to do when you are going through something like this, where you have people in your life who you love and adore, or they're part of your family or your very close circle, and they're going through really hard times. What to do when that happens? Uh, Because what tends to happen is we actually get impacted quite a lot, right? The loved ones, the people around the person. And for many of us empaths, so all of you, I imagine who listening, probably consider yourself an empath. You take on other people's emotions, or at least you feel them, and you find it difficult to know what your boundaries are, your emotional boundaries. So it's really important that we have these in place when we are going through something like this, still being, of course, compassionate and being able to support the people that we love, but while also looking after ourselves, right? So being able to look out, look after our own requirements, our own needs, and making sure that we aren't all consumed by these experiences. So in my case, as many of you will know, I was preparing for my trip over to Australia, which is where I'm recording this episode with you all from today in Sydney. Uh, I'm staying in my with my mum in her home with my stepdad, and I love being here. It's such a nice space to be in. 
And so I was over here for a wedding with my friends and also for the Beautiful You Awards evening, which if you've been following me over on the gram, you will know that I was nominated for three different awards. Well, actually, I was selected as a finalist for three different awards, one for this podcast, one for my online course, uh, Embrace Your Feminine Essence, and the other, which is a general one for my coaching business. And I actually won the one for my whole business, which is Emerging Coach of the Year, which is a really, really huge honor. And uh, yeah, so I was actually the winner of that award, which was incredible news. So that was one of the other reasons why I made my way over here. And then I have kept some more time to be in Sydney to hang out with my family and friends and also to work and just deal with the time zone difference because it takes about a week to actually get up to speed back into a routine and feel like you're normal again uh, because basically London is on the other side of the world. So, and we have our 24-hour flight to deal with as well. So I've already had all of this, which I've been, you know, preparing for and anticipating. But a couple of weeks before I was leaving, there was some things happening in um, the lives of people around me. And so that meant that I was spending a lot of time, you know, on, on the phone, a lot of time talking to people in my life, a lot of time thinking about what's happening, a lot of time uh, feeling the emotions of the people around me. And so I had almost an emotional hangover, right? I was always involved and entrenched in these experiences. And so I had to make some changes to give myself the space to go through this experience, even though the experience wasn't directly happening to me. So I think this is a really great topic to talk with you all about today. And um, I think, and it's also relevant for our businesses, right? It's relevant for our dreams. It's relevant for our life in general, because what can tend to happen, and I see many people around me go through this, is when loved ones around us are maybe sick or they're dealing with some big uh, life experience, maybe it's a tragedy, you know, lots of different things happening. Um, This will be a reason that our dreams get put on hold or our business is put on hold or or things that we, we were working on that we were really excited to. And sometimes this can actually be an upper limit problem, right? So we have something that we really want to work on. Maybe it's a business, maybe it's something else. And then something actually happens to someone else in our life. And so we basically put everything on hold and we don't continue with the things that are important to us. Now, of course, this is a really difficult topic to deal with, right? We're just not trained in how to deal with these situations. We're not prepared for them and we are emotional beings. So we also are impacted by these situations. So I want to talk to you about this though, because there are boundaries you can put in place to make sure that your own health and, uh, and, and I mean, mental, emotional and physical health is not put at risk because it's that old, okay, well, if one person is going through something and they're going through maybe a sickness or they're going through a really stressful life experience, then we have our support system, right? Who we need to be healthy and happy and able to uplift us and support us and be compassionate. And what tends to happen is the support people end up not looking after themselves either. And so we have these 
all of these people in a really stressful situation when actually we need the, our support team around us to be in top form. So it's to everyone's benefit for us to be looking out for ourselves as well so that we can provide that support and also make sure we're not putting our life completely on hold. Now, in my situation, I knew that I needed to create some space in my life and business. So I pulled back from certain things. Of course, my number one priority in my business is to be showing up for my clients, the people who are paying me, you know, money to make sure that I show up for them. I've also kept up, you know, my Instagram and social media and all of that, maybe pulled back in some of it. I've pulled back in this podcast. I've pulled back in some of my content. These are shifts that I could make in my business to allow more space for the situation that was happening, right? So I'm still showing up. I'm still chugging along with the things that are um, my priorities in my business. I've created some space though in within my business. I've also created some space in my personal life. So we will want to, you know, keep up with maybe social commitments with and potentially all of the other, you know, uh, obligations that we have in our life. I pulled back from a lot of those, right? I mean, I still had my wedding and I still had some small catch-ups and things when I was in Sydney and Melbourne, but for the most part, I've kept most of my time over here as uh, to focus on my work, so my business, and then to focus on making sure I'm sleeping, making sure I've got time to do a yoga session or some meditation, having some quiet conversations, making sure I've got space to be with my family, because these are the priorities for me at this time. However, there is a balance, right? And so you need to think of this when we think of boundaries. It's not just about the actual boundaries we put in our life, like as in with what we ha- what and how we spend our time doing, but it's also the emotional boundaries. So a really beautiful way to do this is to remind yourself that Every experience that a person goes through is something that their soul has signed up for in advance of their life. And the experiences we go through are there to help our soul or us grow and evolve during this lifetime. And it's really interesting because when you think of any of your greatest transformations, any of your greatest lessons, any of your big moments of change in your life where there's been something really incredible on the other side, these transformations happen usually after a period of pain, right? Or maybe it's discomfort, but there is something uncomfortable going on. And for many of us, we wait till we're at maybe our rock bottom before we get the help and the support that we actually need before we wake up well and truly. So for instance, in my journey, when the, what finally got me out of my, you know, eight years in, uh, in the legal world, working in my law firm and on this path that I knew was not right for me, what actually got me to finally wake up and make a change and start looking at alternative careers was the moment that my body started shutting down. I literally was constantly getting sick. I was suffering from severe chronic pain. And so I was forced to ask for help. And that for me was actually, you know, being more, um, 
adamant in my with my doctor and making sure I was getting a specialist appointment and going getting my ultrasounds and all of these sorts of things to figure out what was going wrong. That for me was my rock bottom because I let my body suffer for so long until it got to such a bad state that I then found out that I had a chronic condition, which I try not to associate with anymore because I don't want to identify with the condition. So this was my pain, right? But on the other side of that was an incredible kickstart to a new journey and life chapter for me. I finally got the strength to finish that cycle in my life, right? That cycle within the legal industry so that I could now start something new, which for me was starting this business and working as a coach and getting to work in an area that truly lights me up, that I've created myself, you know, everything in my business, I've created it myself and I do it because I want to. And because I believe in it. So I would not have had this journey potentially if I didn't get that wake up call I needed to actually start creating change in my life. So I always like to remind myself for the people in my life when I hear them going through something really significant. And, you know, there's been a lot of huge changes for a lot of people I know at the start of this year. So you might be thinking, yes, Letitia, I've been going through something very similar, big life changes, and they're happening really quickly as well. These things happen to allow us to grow and evolve and to align with our purpose, with what we're here to do. So if you have been feeling like the life that I'm living isn't completely the life that I should be living, like I know that I am destined for something different, for maybe something greater, if that's something, a thought that you often think or a feeling or a knowing that you have, you're probably right. And so when we're not making changes, when we're not listening to that knowing, which is our inner voice, when we're not responding to that in, and, and, and taking that information, that intelligence and trusting it so that we then pivot When we don't do that, the universe has to send us bigger experiences and wake up calls so that we do start to change and listen and pivot. Now, you might think, well, why would the universe do that? Why does it need to send me something uh, negative? Well, your soul has already decided that these are the experiences you will need to go through in order to learn. And so the learning might simply be to trust yourself, right? That could be the most profound learning you get from this, which in my situation with my ignoring for at least six years, this knowing that I was not meant to be doing law, that I was not meant to be a lawyer. I ignored that knowing and kept trying to work out in my mind, well, what was I supposed to do? What was going to be better than doing law and being a lawyer? What was going to be better than that? There isn't always a logical explanation, and in most times there isn't. But when we're able to look back on our life and look back on our experiences, when we see that circle come to you know completion and we've got the benefit of this hindsight, we are able to see the beautiful poetry that is our life, that every single experience, every single moment, every single thing 
that we are going through happen to get us to this point where we, where we are today. And you might think, well, I don't really like where I am today, Letitia, so this isn't really floating my boat. But what if that moment, that moment for you where you see the thread between all of your experiences and why each of them is so important for you to get to where you are right now and also potentially to teach other people, the people in your life, your friends, your family, they're getting something from those experiences too. When you're able to have that moment where things click and you realize that it was all for something, it was all for you and not happening to you, that moment is worth everything. It is the most special realization that you can have because you stop seeing life as happening to you and that you're super unlucky and unfortunate and you know that you've just got to be a victim to your circumstances you're able to see why this was so important and why your soul chose for you to have these experiences now i know that there are horrible things that we go through i know that some of you will have got gone through incredibly devastating experiences in your life. I have been through very devastating experiences in my life too. And this isn't something that we compare, right? And I'm not trying to compare any of our suffering. I know it's hard to see that these things are something that happen for us, but I ask you to just try If you sat down and looked at these experiences that are happening and asked yourself honestly, how is this happening for me? And just listen to the answer that your intuition, your inner voice or your soul gives you, you will find some relief from that. So we can also apply this same questioning to the people in our life when they're going through something that's really big. We can ask that same question for them so that we can better understand what's going on for them and see them in their strength. This is something that's super, super, super helpful. We must see the people around us, even when they're going through moments of weakness, in their strength, because people respond to the way that you perceive them. So the way that you treat them, they will start to respond proportionately, I guess, is the best use, best word to use here to the way that you're treating them. And so there's this great book that one of my beautiful friends recommended. It's called Mind Body Code by um, Mario. I can't remember his name. I'll put it in the show notes, everyone. Um, Anyway, he speaks about centenarians. And I think I've mentioned this on one of my previous episodes. And he speaks about how, so a centenarian is someone who lives to 100 or over how this growing population of people, the where there are a lot of centenarians, it's where they have a community of people around them who do not treat them as if they are dying. They do not treat them as if they are growing weaker. They do not treat them as if they are you know, useless, right? Which is how in many communities within our world, the elderly are treated. They're treated as wise by their community. They're treated as strong. And so these people grow up and, um, and grow older, actually not 
going through the same aging symptoms that most other people do go through. And this is as a result of the communities around them and the way they treat them. So when you have sick people in your life who are going through something, if you treat them as someone who is really sick and who is weak and who can't help themselves and is, you know, a victim again to their circumstances, they will respond and start to believe that that is true for them. And what happens as a result of that is that actually this usually magnifies or intensifies their symptoms and experience and suffering. So while we can be completely and 100% compassionate and supportive for the people in our life when these experiences are happening, we also need to see them in their strength and see that they are a healthy person, you know, at their core and that this experience is there to help them become even more happier and healthier. It's there to help them align with their purpose and that they have everything that they need to go through this experience and you are there to help and support them but it's not your experience and by doing that you show that you believe that they are strong that they have the strength to go through this experience and I tell you this will have the most profound um, consequences for the people in your life they will show up for their challenges in a different way They will respond to the next challenge in a way that is much more empowering. So it is the best thing that we can do. And sometimes what that means is just a mental shift, first and foremost, within our own minds, because that is then going to dictate the way that we behave around these people. So although, yes, it's beautiful to make sure that we've got these physical boundaries in place around us when to protect our own energy, when the people in our life are going through difficult experiences and where their support system Actually, the biggest shifts that you can make, the biggest boundaries you can set are the ones that you set in your mind. So another one is reminding yourself that this experience is not happening to you either, that this experience is in some way happening for you, but that this is not your experience. This is not your emotion that you're feeling. This is their emotion and suffering. And it's beautiful because it allows us to empathize with them and understand what they're going through to some level. But we don't have to take that on as our own. And we shouldn't because that means that we've got two people suffering and you're here to be happy, healthy and strong and to support that person as they go through their experience. So this mental shift within our mind is super, super important. And so you can literally tell yourself, just remind yourself that this isn't your emotion that you're feeling and allow yourself to, you know, give it back, right? Or just to release it, to let it go, to allow yourself to let it go and to see that everything is always happening for the growth and evolution of that person and their soul, which was decided before they even took their first breath. Isn't that just so beautiful when you think about it? Okay, so let's think of some of the more practical matters. As I mentioned, it's still important to have physical boundaries. So we've got to make sure that our health is a priority, right? So that we're still making time 
to look after our body, right? To ask our body, what does it need? How do you need to move today? What would feel like pleasure? And so when there is a lot of stress going on, often that isn't the time to be, you know, doing the really intense exercise. Ask yourself, where am I in my cycle, of course? And that will be even more helpful. So actually, over the last week, I've been going through my inner spring. And usually as I go through my inner spring, I'll feel like, okay, this is the time that I want to start getting back out there. I want to start running again. I want to do more vigorous exercise. Maybe I want to lift some weights. Given the circumstances that have been happening in my life, that is not where my energy is at, right? So my energy is shifting and changing because of the things going on in my life. What is actually more supportive for me is to be doing some yoga. So to be making sure I'm creating space to go to do some yoga. And sometimes that's a little bit more vigorous, but it is definitely not at the level that I would be working out at if I wasn't going through this experience currently. And that is okay, right? That's going to be perfect. Actually, what happens when you start to exercise too intensely and you're actually stressed, which is why when people are in a really stressful job, like I used to be as a lawyer and I was always stressed, if by doing exercise that was also really stressful and getting your heart rate high, that combination is actually not healthy for you at all because life is all about balance, right? So we need time down. What actually would have been better for me at that time would be to do something like going for a walk or doing, I don't know, some Tai Chi or something or doing a chilled yoga session. Yin yoga would have been like the best thing ever at that time. Some yoga nidra, some stretching, maybe some Pilates, although I find that Pilates can be pretty physically taxing too. But you see, your life is all about balance, right? And this is what the menstrual cycle is all about too. So you look at where your energy is at and ask yourself what your body needs. And we do this by tuning in and asking what our body needs. And by the same token, you can also ask your inner voice why this experience is happening and what you can learn from it. So why is this happening and what can you learn from it? And see what your intuition tells you. See what that beautiful inner voice of yours tells you. Now, other things you can do is to make sure that you are still moving forward on the projects that fill you up. So for instance, for me, my work and business is really important to me. If I don't spend time on my work or my business, usually I start to feel a little sad. If I don't have time to invest or the space to invest in my business, in my work, because this is something that is really, really important to me. If that changes, then of course, the way I show up for it will change. But this is where I'm at. This is my truth at this moment. So for me, it's really important while I am going through this experience that I still get to move forward and move along with the projects that are priorities to me. Of course, you can pull back in some areas, but it's still important to move forward and not to put your whole life on hold. And for that matter, maybe what fills you up is making sure you do have time for more connection with other friends, maybe people who aren't um, dealing with this experience. 
what does your mental health need and require as well? What emotionally fills you up? This is a question to be asking yourself during this time as well, because we've got to make sure that we are filled up so that we can be there to support the people around us and think about it. We're not there just for, you know, oh, okay, I can give you like one evening of my time. These people might be going through this for a while. So it's all about longevity, sustainability. And these are the exact same concepts that support you in showing up for a long-term sustainable and thriving business. We've got to be making sure that with our clients, for instance, when they're going through something really significant, that we recognize that this is their experience. We play this role, right? We, there, there is a reason that we're there as well to support them. But at the end of the day, we must disconnect ourselves from that pain and suffering because it is to no one's benefit by us suffering for them, right? They are already going to be suffering. We need to be there to help guide them out of that suffering. And so it's important for our energy to be um, in a good place to do that. So just think about this. I think that this can relate to so many different situations in your life. And I know that this is something that every single one of us will have experienced before, might be experiencing now in some way or to some degree, and also will experience for sure at some point in the future. So I hope that you found this to be a really helpful episode. I've really loved turning up here with you all again soon. I hope to be back here more regularly again with my usual weekly episode for you all. I absolutely love talking to you all here and I'm so grateful as always that you choose to tune in and spend your time with me listening to what is coming through today. I always promise to show up and share with you whatever the truth is for me at this moment because I know that whatever I'm going through There is a whole community of people who are also going through that experience too. And remind yourself of that. Remind yourself when you feel like you are going it alone, that you always have people around you. And what you need to do is simply put out the call for help and support. And I promise that support will come to you. All right, everyone, I will see you sometime soon for another episode to help you unlock your truth and purpose and create your beautiful life and business. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. If you feel called, I would love it if you could please take a minute to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. This helps other people like you find it. And I also invite you to take a moment to share this episode with a friend you know needs to hear it.